You're listening to The Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is by Pastor Dean Bernke. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The base for our sermon is the Gospel reading from Matthew chapter 5, the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, the Beatitudes, please be seated. As you heard and <clears throat> followed along as the gospel reading was read for you this morning, Jesus begins teaching with a word, blessed. Not quite happy, he's not talking here about a feeling. Blessed. It's a condition. It's sort of like an umbrella under which you live your life. Nine times it gets repeated. And each time it's turned sort of just like a diamond. Displays each of its facets. We call them beatitudes. Blessings. The first four are inward. They point to the disciple his or her condition before God, the poor in spirit, the mourning, the meek, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. In a single phrase, we could say, blessed are the beggars. Blessed are the poor in spirit, Jesus begins. And that's right. We're not talking about poor in financial terms but poor in spirit, the spiritually impoverished, the spiritually bankrupt, the beggars. Blessed are those who have nothing to offer God but their sin, their messed up lives, their broken hearts, their dysfunctional families. Blessed are those who look at the inventory of the commandments and they come to the conclusion, I'm bringing nothing. Blessed are those who have come to the conclusion they can't do religion. Blessed are those who come to the, realize that they haven't kept a single commandment in thought, word, or deed, no matter how good they might look to others. Blessed are those who, like that tax collector in the temple, can't even lift his eyes to heaven, but beats his breast and says, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Blessed are the beggars. Blessed are those who mourn. Did Jesus say mourn? To mourn, doesn't that suggest that something's dead? Is Jesus saying blessed are those who are experiencing the pangs of death? That's right. Those who mourn, those who grieve, those who weep over the ravages of sin in their lives and the lives of others, those who experience loss for the sake of the kingdom, those who have bought the farm for the pearl of great price. You think being a Christian means always being happy? You need to rethink that. Those who mourn are open, they're givable, they're receivable. 
They're sort of like soil plowed under and turned over. The good soil in which the word, seed of the word of God actually produces a harvest of fruit. The kingdom is not about winning this world, but losing. It's about losing your life in order to save it. Losing yourself in order to be found in Jesus. Blessed are the meek. Yes, he says, the meek. Not the strong and mighty, but the meek and lowly. The losers, the little ones, the doormats of the world. Blessed are you. The earth is yours. Everyone seeks to grab it by power, but you get it as a gift. Everyone asserts their right to it. It's granted to you to receive the meek. That's so counterintuitive, isn't it? Doesn't that cut against our grain of thinking, the way we run our lives? Because after all, don't we want to be strong? Don't we want to be in charge? Don't we want to be in control? The meek? What war have the meek ever won? Do the spoils go to the meek? Jesus calls himself meek. Come to me, all you who are weak and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. Jesus is meek. But in his meekness hides hidden strength. It's the strength that turns the other cheek to the striker. It's the strength that loves the enemy. It's the strength that blesses the persecutor. It's the strength that leads him to lay down his life for the sinner. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Not simply hunger and thirst that can be satisfied with a good meal and drink. You can supply that. But what you can't do is supply righteousness. The thing is, you can't make yourself holy. Oh, you can do a righteous things and you can do works of righteousness, but you can't conjure up righteousness. Luther said, we're all beggars. Hungering and thirsting for righteousness, that's not our own. Paul says, Jesus who knew no sin became sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. But we hunger and we thirst for what humanity seeks in its religions and in all of its philosophies is found in Jesus. And it's in him that you are satisfied. Then the Beatitudes turn to the neighbor. They talk about life before one another. Blessed are the merciful, the pure-hearted, peacemakers, the persecuted. And those reflect the merciful, pure-hearted, persecuted Prince of Peace who is 
Savior and Lord. Blessed are the merciful. In other words, the undeservedly kind, those out who love the loveless, who lay down their lives for others. The mercy that they show is the mercy they receive, not as reward, but in the way of the Lord's prayer and forgiveness when we pray, forgive us in the same way we forgive those who sin against us. So you who have received mercy and are aware of the mercies of God, are conduits of mercy, showing the mercy of God to others. You are as the moon is to the sun, reflecting the light that's in the darkness, shining with a light not your own, that men may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Blessed are the pure in heart, those who are innocent of the evils of this world. You probably heard the phrase, ignorance is bliss. And in this sense, it's true. To be ignorant of evil is to be blessed. And yet, how can anyone walk in this world and be ignorant of evil? Proverbs 20 says, who can say I have made my heart pure? I am clean from my sin. Can you say that? Well, yes, you can, but not in yourself. Because we know from Scripture and we know from ourselves that our hearts are anything but pure. Our hearts are that place where sin resides and originates. Those sins of murder and hatred, envy, lust, pride, prejudice, lies, and so forth. It goes on in our hearts, which are anything but pure. And so our hearts must be purified by the one who alone is pure in heart. They must be washed and baptized. And when Jesus washes the heart, it becomes pure. And you are pure in heart. You are baptized into the pure-hearted one who makes his heart your heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Literally, the peace doers. Those who do peace, those who bring peace to others, they shall be called Sons of God, Jesus says, for they are reflections of the Son of God, the Prince of Peace, who brought peace to by his wounds. You see, by nature, we are not peace seekers and doers. You don't have to read far in the Bible to encounter the first murder when Cain killed his brother Abel. Peace doing and persecution go together. Step in the breach between the two of them, and they will both turn on you. The Prince of Peace is rejected. He's despised. He's persecuted. He's crucified. That's how much this world wants peace. It's willing to kill the Prince of Peace to keep it from happening. Blessed are you. You. The disciple, you, 
baptized believer, the child of the kingdom, the child of God. Blessed are you when others revile you, persecute you, slander you. Why? Because you bear the name Christian. Blessed are those who are mocked and ridiculed by the wise of this world. Blessed are you when people laugh at you for believing in Christ. When people exclude you for being a Christian. When people mock you for speaking the name of Jesus. Jesus says, don't be sad, but be glad. Rejoice, he says, because why? You're walking in prophetic sandals. The Beatitudes are first and foremost about Jesus. He's the blessed one from whom all blessings flow. He's the one <clears throat> who became poor in spirit, though he was rich. He is the one who mourned over our sin, the man of suffering, acquainted with sorrow. He is the meek one. He's the one who turned the other cheek, who gave us back to the whips of the world, who went as a lamb to slaughter. Jesus hungered and thirsted for our righteousness. And in his hunger and his thirst, we are filled. He's the merciful one. The one whose mercy knows no bounds. He's the pure-hearted one. The innocent one. Innocent of Adam's sin. Whose heart overflow with nothing but love. He is the peacemaker. He's the one who came to give, who did peace to our death on a cross. That we might have that peace that surpasses all human understanding. It's a peace the world cannot give no matter how many treaties are enacted. He's the persecuted one. He's the one who absorbed the world's hatred and buried it in his death. You see, Jesus is, and he does all these things. He is the blessed one. And you, baptized with him, are blessed. Amen. And now may the peace of God which surpasses all human understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was filled with joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word. If you have questions or would like more information about Hope Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.hopeaurora.org. Send an email to office at hopeaurora.org or call us at 303-364-7416. This has been The Word of Hope.